Look for Starbucks coffee in a grocery store near you, then sit back and enjoy the exceptional taste of Starbucks at home. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Indie Solo, a Blood Rain podcast. This is our monthly interview series where I get to interview some of my most fascinating people that I love. And today, I am here with a person that I, uh, I've known for a very long time. Um, and we go back years. I, I don't want to say I'll age myself. Um, they were a itty bitty baby teenager. When they broke in the scene. Um, Logan Slaughter, how are you? I'm highly blessed and favored. Thank you for asking. Oh my gosh, Logan, it's been a minute. Um, yes, but I, I just remember, uh, I moved to Manhattan and you were, you were the scene. You were the entire scene. I, well, I mean, I mean, I was, you know, these <laughs> girls nowadays, you can't talk about what you have and haven't done, but I'll just say this. No one will do it again. <laughs> I remember, um, coming when I moved to Manhattan, hearing about because the first bar I remember going to was Evolve. And I remember hearing about this, this queen who broke into the scene, <laughs> 18 years old, said, uh -huh. I know how to get into bars if I do drag. Uh-huh. And I, I was like, I knew my way around. I knew how to wiggle. I said, I have to see this person. And because all I heard was you were a looks queen. Then I saw you and you were talented. You're funny. You are a performer. You, and you killed the looks. You killed the dolls. I, I would have let you in when you were 16. Um, they did. <laughs> could you tell me how you grew up? Where did you grow up? And how did you get into drag, first of all? I grew up in Arizona in a very small, white, Christian, conservative town. And, you know, I'm someone that if you tell me don't do this or don't do that. I'm going to do it. And, you know, I decided to be very, very outspoken and gay. And, um, you know, I wore high heels to school and I was doing what people do now, like beauty influencing back, like the boys wearing makeup now, I was doing in 2003. Mm -hmm. And wearing a full face of makeup and smoky eyes to school. And like, I didn't care. Like, um, so through that, and then some MySpace notoriety, I kind of Ooh, discussed MySpace, girl, MySpace. <laughs> um, kind of discovered like drag through that, and so you know, Halloween, I was always a girl. I would be like Brie Vandekamp from Desperate Housewives or Angel from Rent, and then when I moved to New York, I was like. I was dating, quote, you know, air quotes, a New York City drag queen. So the first night I moved here, he was like, I'm going to work. And I was like, not without me, because 
tr- trust yep. issues which healthy relationship and um i got in drag the first night i lived here i was 17 and that was that night wow. one she got fired i got hired wow what made you want to move to new york city to get the fuck out of where i was and to go to the exact opposite end of the earth and that that makes sense i you you said things that i do not prescribe with you um white christian or conservative um Mm -hmm. i know you as the beyonce queen Mm -hmm. Um, because i'm white conservative and christian Yeah, I mean, you know, I um, I wanted to do theater. I wanted to perform. I did theater my whole life in Arizona, and I came here with that thought of, like, Broadway and then ended up performing in a different aspect and getting the same love and, quite honestly, the attention and everything that comes along with it. And I was the Beyonce queen for a very long time because, you know, 15 years ago, you could be a white girl doing Beyonce and people weren't up in arms. I mean... You, but you did, you did it the best. You also did it the best. Well, um, me and Maddox. You and Maddox, that's who I wrote. So my thoughts of you in Manhattan are you and your girl, rest in peace, Maddox. Oh my God. Running, running that town. Girl, running Anywhere. our mouths is what we were running. <laughs> um, Could you tell me about that friendship? So me and Maddox met on MySpace before I moved here. And then one night I was working at a party called Hot Mess on Sundays at Porky's and I was performing Beyonce and my shoe broke. And I was drunk and high out of my mind. It was like, I'm gonna take a cab home and switch my shoes so I can keep going for the rest of the night. So I was outside hailing a cab and this car drives by and screams, Logan Hardcore! And it was Maddox, we'd never met in person. So he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I have to go get new shoes. So he drove me to my apartment and that was it. After that, we were like connected at the hip. Yeah, you guys were the BFFs of all BFFs. Um, You got a lot of respect and uh, notoriety from a lot of the drag community before before drag. I know this is gonna be new to the children, 15 (laughs) years in the game, before Drag Race. Um, I remember I specifically remember, and this is an indelible memory because I grew up in New Orleans, you were the person that introduced me to Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. I remember I almost shit my pants because she was, this was, I knew her before Drag Race. She was huge Uh in New Orleans. Yeah. Um, I went to Mardi Gras with her. How do you, how did you get that respect from the drag community? And how do you think Drag Race has changed that? I didn't care about respect. I didn't care who liked me and who didn't. Um, I did what I wanted to. And trust me, there was just as many people as you think liked me. There was the whole fucking opposite end of people that did not. And me and Bianca just got along because we shoot very straight. Um, I was told by Epiphany and Betty and all of these girls, like, don't like her. She's really mean. And so we had to work together one night. And I got to the bar and she was standing where I always stood and I was like nervous to walk over. But then I was like, the fuck are you? So I walked (laughs) over and like we, again, just like me and Maddox, we just got along. And then fast forward, I moved in with her. She was the best man at my wedding. Like Bianca's one of my closest friends. I talk to her daily. If if I ever die, delete my text message chain with her. (laughs) (laughs) 
it would ruin lives. The photos we send each other and the hate that is spread between that text message is... But, you know, Drag Race did change everything. Um, Bianca went on Drag Race. We were living together, I believe. Um, no, she had, we had separated at that point. But she, we did a show together on Wednesday nights. And we always did shots after the show. And I said, here, do your shot. And she was like, no, not tonight. And I was like, that's weird. And I turned around to the bar to do my shot. When I turned around, she was gone. And I didn't see her for eight weeks. And I was pissed because I wanted to be on Drag Race and she knew it. So I was on Fire Island. My phone rang. It was her. And she was like, I'm at the airport. You're the first person I'm calling. I'm on my way home. I'll see you tomorrow. And, you know, I got over my shit really quick. And But Drag Race has changed drag. I recently stopped doing drag uh, on a weekly basis because I'm over it. And I'm over the girls and the ego and the not earning your place or learning your place, quite honestly. Um, no more dudes. Everyone's no one... doing it for the wrong reason. I did it because back in the day before everyone was filming everything, we were just going out and having a good fucking time. We were sloppy, messy. It was still dirty and back alley-ish. Like, it wasn't this celebrated thing, which, great. Let's celebrate everything. But, like, there was a part of it that, like, the gays didn't like us still. We were doing shows in back rooms at two in the morning because gays didn't want us around. So, you know, to break into that and be liked by these people, you really had to fucking earn it. And now these girls are like, I took a cute photo and facetuned my face. They're like, girl, <laughs> you're a failed fucking theater faggot from goddamn AMDA or a failed fashion designer from FIT and you suck at drag. So... <laughs> Like, I just don't have the patience for it anymore. And instead of just getting involved, I chose to just step out. Well, I've it, done, I did what I needed to. You did, and you did it well. This might be showing my age, but I watch Drag Race now, and uh, I'm not going to call out the queens by name, but I see some queen, and I'm like, you you haven't paid your dues. That's why their names are Sugar and Spice. <laughs> and they are gutter butt trash. Like, and the exact you can, shit I'm talking about. You you haven't paid any dues. You're not good at this. You you could tell you're a TikTok queen. You're pretty. And you can sit in your bedroom and take a nice photo. You cannot perform. And I don't care what Aja or whatever fucking name it, they, he, she, whatever goes by today. You do have to be entertaining to do drag. And you do have to be an entertainer. And if you're not, then you're not a drag queen. You're a model. And, and you maybe should do... And you should sit down and shut your mouth and take a photo like a model and stay quiet. Maybe I'm old school, but I also miss a good padded queen. Padding. Girl, girl don't They don't pad that. anymore. <laughs> I let, you know what? Look wise, do whatever the fuck you want. I'm all about, it's not for me. You're not going to, very rarely would I go on stage unpadded after I started padding. I mean, trust me, there was a long time I did. But, you know, once my look got solidified there were very rare times that i wouldn't wear breasts or pads but like if i did it was to suit a look it wasn't because i was fucking lazy um now people also i remember you you weren't on drag race but you did do a web series I oh remember. my god uh oh what was it called the real how, queens of nyc and how was it how it was, was it? it was horrifying 
we were Horrifying. we were contacted it was jack mackenroth was a producer from project runway and now showing us all all over twitter uh well don't get me started he blocked me on twitter oh oh yes girl um, <laughs> and a couple of other producers and we all got contacted and like this was pre-drag race this was pre-housewives like it was too soon for its time if they did this five years ago it would have been a smash success but it was also very fake um the storylines were very forced it's like we each have an episode online and like mine is like i'm sucking off a waiter in a hallway like they literally were like go in this hallway and pretend you're sucking his dick and i was like okay um they but then there were things that like the whole time we were filming for three days i talked about alcohol the whole time i was always like mm -hmm. where's the bar let's go get a drink and they really amplified that and it was the first time i remember being like <laughs> this isn't great but um it it was just forced and fake and a collection of girls that like me and bianca got along and it was just weird you were on with peppermint Dallas, Peppermint, Lady Bunny, Epiphany, Athen Betty, Mimi I'm First, Kevin Aviance. Um, do you keep Kevin Aviance, icon, icon legend? Yeah. Um, do you keep in touch with any of those people besides Bianca? Yeah, I talk to Bunny every now and then. Like, I wouldn't say we're close, but you know, I have her number and she has mine. And like, if that phone ever rings and says her name, you know, you're getting some fucking crazy shit on the other line. Um, I talk to Athen Betty frequently. Um, I support her business. She supports mine. Um, Dallas and I took a very long time to get to a place where we can speak again. And really, really recently, like within the past few months is the first time that that's happened. But, um, you know, Mimi, I'm first, wasn't successful at much. <laughs> um, now I want you, cause you are drag royalty. You are drag, if the children don't know, they need to know. You are very much drag royalty. Um, the names and numbers in her phone say it all. Um, could you name me three queens that you came up with that you don't think get the due that they are deserving of? Bootsy LaFerris, Pixie Aventura, and Jasmine Rice LaVeja. That's not even a question. Bootsy is one of the funniest queens I have ever, I mean, she's literally mentally insane. Like, let's <laughs> let let that be noted. There's a few screws loose, but it makes for perfection. She can make me laugh in a way that no one can. Pixie Aventura is a Latin queen that gets no respect in New York City and is one of the most talented performers, um, just work-wise, like work ethic. She's incredible. And Jasmine is, you know, the, no one touches her. I think Jasmine is the epitome of what a good drag queen is. She does everything herself, but it, she's great. And none of them have been folk featured the way they should. Um. Well, let's give them- Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. And I have to go back. And Jada Valenciaga. That's, uh, okay. you know, I. but I don't really think of Jada in a drag queen sense. I think Jada is more of a theater performer and that's where in time she'll land. I just don't think we're there yet. But she wrote and produced her own musical, like wow. wrote all the music, produced it, did a concert, did 54 Below, like did all these things. Jada's one of the most talented people I've ever met and I would be stupid to not 
list her in that, even though I see her more as a theater performer than I do a drag queen. Because even her shows that she does drag are production shows. So I just look at her in a completely different light than these girls running around bars coked out of their mind. I I love that. I respect that. If you could send me their handles, we'll put that in the comments in the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so people can give them the attention that they are due. Um, because I think that Queens, I think it's criminal that no one, the general public did not know Shakolbi before she did Drag Race. The general public, listen, I'll give it to you. The fact that there were drag queens, drag drag queens that do not know people like Sasha Colby, Erica Andrews, Mimi Marks, like legends. These are people that like I looked at to do parts of my drag. I did Sasha Colby's winning continental talent number as my opening to my show for six years. I bought it from the same person that made her mix, but you know, I saw that number and was like, holy shit. Like, then that just shows you what I mean about these drag queens that are doing this for the wrong reasons. They mm -hmm. don't know shit. Mm-hmm. Um, now you said Bianca was the best man at your wedding. Can you tell yes. us a little bit about married life? Um, your husband is absolutely handsome. Yeah. And congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I'm the one that made it out. That's what I say frequently. I'm the one that all these girls can go on Drag Race and think they're getting the golden ticket, <laughs> Tina Burner. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, I won. I'm married. I own my house. I own a lovely house. I've owned two of them. I own my car. I have a 401k. I have oh. a side business. I have a child on the way. Like, I one and like i did it all my way the same way i did drag i did all of this my way me and my husband should have been divorced a few times but you know he's stuck with it and god lucky me for it do you uh i know that you said about drinking i because i remember nights with you uh drinking i don't remember off. them i don't <laughs> remember them. um do you credit you you're now sober um, like myself, do you credit sobriety to helping your marriage? I would not be married if I didn't get sober. My rock bottom was so ugly and um, disrespectful that if I did not get sober, I would be completely single, probably living not very well. So yes, I credit every single thing I have today on getting sober. And it was very, that's funny because someone asked me, we were at dinner the other night, and someone, you know, I was the only sober one at the table. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> and someone said, you know, if you could drink without going to drugs again and like be just good drinking, would you do it again? And I was like, no, I would not give up everything I have today to be able to drink. It's not worth it. I see, I see the misery. Isn't that funny? The Couldn't be me. 15 years ago, I don't think either one of us would have been able to say that. This is a completely different, you are a completely different person. Uh -huh. And I, I'm so, I could not tell you how proud I am. I'm Thank so, you. so proud of you. Uh, you are, you grew up, you grew up before, before my eyes and it's amazing. Yeah. 
And I grew up very publicly. I let people know the good, the bad, and the ugly. So when I got sober, it was the only choice was to bring you along on that journey too, because- I think that's why people connect with you so much. You are very honest. You're yeah. one of the most genuine, honest people that I've ever met in good, my life. Good or bad, you're gonna hear it. <laughs> um, Now, I wanna talk about this side business that you have. This yeah. candle company. Oh my God, what a fucking doozy. Tell me about it, please. I couldn't sleep one night, which is very rare for me. I can sleep through a fucking hurricane. Um, and I was laying in bed and I was thinking about a friend's sobriety anniversary. And I was like, what the fuck am I going to get her? And I was like, there is nothing that I would get someone. And I was like, why don't I just make something? I was like, why don't I do like a candle that comes with a chip and like a custom label? And then I was like, well, if I'm going to do that, I should just make it, do this as a company. And then I started and I launched and we did double what was projected. And my final quarter of 2022 did what some people's entire year did in my industry. And this year I have one, two, three, four, five, six different products that I'm now adding on top of candles that were supposed to be throughout the year, but because we have a baby, hopefully on the way, May or June, I'm rolling everything out in the next few months. So it's just been, it's been crazy, but you know, it's a way to take my creative side and put it into something else. And, you know, I'm very lucky that I had 15 years of a network that I'm able to now pitch product to and a lot of people in very high places in my network that are able to help. And it's just been very, it's great. I've always wanted to have my own business um, with products. So this is, it's, and it's fun. Called, it's called Radiant, correct? Radiant, Radiant Light Candle Company. But, you know, as things are rolling out, like I'm rolling out um, soaps and bath bombs. So like, it's going to just go down to Radiant Light, but... You know, and that came from the fact that when I was unable to sleep, I was thinking of a name and I was like, you know what? Candles, light, radiant, everyone has a radiant light. And even in dark times, I think I always knew even when I was, I was aware that I had substance issues, but I always knew that there was something special in me and a special light. So radiant light was the name. I love it. Um, I have a credit card ready. I just want a radiant light gift basket. Just a no, girl on my little whiteboard right there for this year. It says box sets and subscriptions. So yes, I'm, here's, I'm subscribing. I'm subscribing. Um, I have my Logan hardcore pin up here that you sent me for the, your holiday show. One of my favorite. Oh my shows. God. Um, I, I love to support you um, because you are an amazing, genuine, honest person who is truly talented. Um, you're one of the queens that I, there are a few queens that have been on Drag Race that I respect, um, especially because I know their journey. You're a queen that has not been on Drag Race that I, I respect um, because you, I know your journey and you are just truly talented. Um, this talk about candles, though, leads me into a fun thing I like to do with my guests. And that's talk about the housewives a little bit. Oh, my God. Are we going to talk about the housewives of the real gays of West Hollywood? <laughs> because no one else is talking about 
Oh, I pretend like that show. Talk about a show that, a show that came at the wrong time. A show that came at the wrong time. Uh, and they anchored it with Todrick Hall, who is not I, getting the best press right now. And I- Todrick Hall never gets good press, but Todrick Hall understands how to ride the wave of controversy. Straight to Big Brother, straight to his own TV show. Todrick Hall gets it. He get Todrick Hall gets straight it. to the bank. Make him a villain he all you want. Um, yep. So three wit is your kit. Do you have three wicks? I don't need three wicks. I get a better scent with two. There we go. Love it. Um, sorry, right. Karen. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Karen. And just so you know, before you buy Karen's candle, it's overpriced for the shit that you're getting. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! The Ladoms are coming for you. Could you name me? Girl, your let them go for her wig before they come in me. <laughs> Could you name me your your three favorite cities? Beverly Hills. Oh my god, Potomac. I really fell in love with Miami this year, but Beverly Hills, Potomac, and New Jersey. Okay. Do you trust a Housewives fan? that says they don't watch Atlanta or Potomac. No. Me neither. Anyone, first of all, I think if you don't watch Potomac, you're just uneducated because it is quite <laughs> possibly the best franchise out there. It is so underrated and like, I mean, the shit with Robin currently just lying through the whole season. And <laughs> going on her, like, what? You know those girls ate her up at the reunion and that's why she came forward about everything i'm i'm excited to see this reunion I, and i love that at they know their job they know their job ashley's like don't tell me a secret no i know what my job is i know what my job knows, is I'm ashley gets knows her job larsa from miami knows her job lisa renna knew her job lisa renna is for me top three of all time housewives could she you give me it. your top three could you give me your top Le three please lisa renna Nene Leakes and Margaret from New Jersey. The pushing Danielle, pushing Danielle's husband in the pool was that solidified me. Your your husband's in the pool. <laughs> um, Margaret, I... Margaret gets it. And if you watch Margaret, everything is very strategic, which is why one season she's on this side the other season i mean margaret gets it and you know she's sober and has like listen i i've just always been drawn to margaret i was also very drawn to leah i was very drawn i hated lisa vanderpump i thought she was useless go tap dance with trixie bethany don't don't care like um the, i'm with you i'm with you on i'm with you on vanderpump i've never been a fan and i'm with you on lisa brenna i think that it's I think that Beverly Hills is, is going to be missing something huge. She'll be back very quickly. Um, I'm not with you on Margaret. I never, I do, I, I, I'm embracing her because of her tagline that just came out. I said, oh, she's embracing her villainy. She said, oh yeah, I'm a, like, be a villain. Like that's Margaret's the thing just that I, not, Margaret's just not to be fucked with. And I think that's what these girls have not understood. They've shot at her and missed every time. She takes shots and never misses, ever. Well, Teresa doesn't hit a lot. It's okay. Teresa looks like she's been hit. <laughs> Maybe she needs to be hit. I said what I said. Um, 
Tell Not me, me what, are your, friends. what are your thoughts on the uh, Roni reboot versus the Roni legacy? Give me the brand new cast. I don't need to see these fucking old crotchety drunk white women if they're fighting for a million dollars an episode. Sorry about it. Your prime has come and gone. Give me the reboot. Give me these new girls. I, I don't ever need to see Ramona Singer on my TV again. Luann and Sonia have their own thing going on. They're the fucking granny tranny, Paris and Nicole simple <laughs> life. <laughs> like, I'm good. I don't ever need to see Bethany on my television ever again after that little assistant show she had. I'm good. Canceled. Every show she Luann, has canceled. Luann comparing herself to what major, she just compared herself to a major singer. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't follow. The, I don't follow. The delusion. The delusion. Uh, just I give me the new cast. Give me the new cast. Leave leave the old ones alone. I was a fan of uh, of Ebony, which made me a bad Roni fan. But I knew Ebony K. Williams before Ebony K. Williams was on Roni. I liked Ebony. I think they put her, again, wrong timing. She was on a pandemic season, and it did no help for her. She's an incredibly powerful personality going up against people like Ramona Singer in a political climate was not a good choice at all. No. By, but so, that's who she was. Production. That's who she's always been. And production knew that. And everybody blames Ebony. But I said, that's who Ebony's always been. No, production fucked up. Ebony should have been held off until this new cast coming. Um, I'm going to give you two housewives in a quick fire round. And I want you to pick your favorite. Oh my God. Versus, versus. Okay. Really quick. Um, Kyle, Renna. Renna. Garcelle, son. Garcelle. Teresa, Dolores. Dolores. Black <laughs> Dolores. I don't, you can put Teresa up against anyone. She's not winning in my book. Okay. She is trash. Okay. <laughs> Giselle, Karen. Karen. Ashley, Candace. Candace. And that's new for me. Candace and I, I've had a very long roller coaster with her, but this, Candace gets it. Candace knows, understands the assignment. Kenya, Candy. Oh, they're both so miserable, Kenya. <laughs> Candy um, is like the least entertaining housewife of all time on any franchise. Longest run. Useless. Useless. Brandy, Caroline Manzo. Brandy. I can't wait for that drama. Okay. Heather Whitney. Ah, uh, Whitney. Heather fucked herself this season. Um, what were you saying about people and and Brandy? The, Bravo brought Brandy on to do what Bravo does, what Brandy does, and then people get mad when Brandy does what we like to see Brandy do. So, that, these fucking Housewives fans are equally as fake as the Drag Race fans. <laughs> I want to see Brandy come on and do what Brandy does. If that is piss off a good old Republican Caroline Manzo, go back to your little Trump palace and let can let let her do what she does because you need to bring Dina and Jacqueline back and then see what goes on. Dina or Jacqueline? Dina. Kathy Hilton, Kim Richards. Kim. Kim. Uh, Kathy's trash. Bronwyn or Noella? Bronwyn. Bronwyn's a close friend of mine. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Bronwyn's oh. the reason I got is the reason I got sober. When I was Bronwyn Wyndham Burke is the reason you got sober? I was in bed on the come down, self-detoxing from cocaine, meth, 
alcohol pills after like a three-day bender and it was the premiere episode of that season and at the end when Bronwyn said my name's Bronwyn and I'm an alcoholic I started sobbing and I went to a meeting the next day shut up no respect Bronwyn, for Bronwyn I love Bronwyn Bronwyn comes to my shows Bronwyn came to my final show she sat with my father she brought her girlfriend I love Bronwyn she was done very dirty on that show New respect for Bronwyn. I, I sided with her on her last season, on her second season, her last season, uh-huh. um, because I thought the girls were ganging up on her. But I was they not. They were. I was not a fan. I thought Kelly Dodd was being extra mean. Um, I hate now, Kelly Dodd. They, they, well, well, if Bronwyn's your friend, I understand. I hated um, Kelly Dodd before Bronwyn. I think Kelly Dodd's a nightmare. I think she's a pig in nice clothing. Wow. Um, Portia, Cynthia. Portia. Portia, 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 like, came out of nowhere. She came out of nowhere and, like, has stuck. Um, and then if Andy Cohen didn't host the reunions, who would you want to see and why? T.S. Madison, because I think she's phenomenal at panel discussion. I love that. And I love T.S. Madison. Or Frida. Or who? Big Frida. <laughs> Yes. Big Frida would be a good old Kiki. Um, what does the future hold for Logan Hardcore? <laughs> um, Logan Hardcore performs when she wants to, not because she needs to. <laughs> uh, and she likes to come in every now and then to remind the girls, you know, especially the Fire Island girls who really changed the game mm. out there. Um, you know. Love it. Uh, what so there will be a couple of performance, a couple performances this year for her, depending on this baby and all that shit. Um, I'm hoping for a late light. May, early June, Gemini baby. What what? Gemini's in yeah, the house. That's that's where we're lean, where we're at. Um, but radiant light is my sole focus, and letting this grow and letting it be organic. People are like, why didn't you change? your Logan Hardcore profile to Radiant Light. And I was like, because I got 10.7 thousand followers naturally and I'll do it again. So. Love it. What does the future hold for Logan Slaughter? Letting Radiant Light grow and having a child and, you know, embracing this next chapter of my life that, you know, as much as I'm out of the nightlife scene, I'm still in it because of Facebook and I like to get messy and stir the pot and step back. Um, But it's definitely a family-oriented chapter. I'm very much in the spot of, like, homebody and my husband and my father and my nephews and my soon-to-be child. Like, I'm so far removed that I have, like, one foot left in the door just so that it can't shut on me. At least keep that, keep a toe in there, because we need you there. Well, the door can never shut on someone who made the door. There it is. There it is. Yes. I I am the locksmith. I installed the lock. <laughs> Logan, thank you so, so much for doing this. I, of course. Thank you. I could not thank you enough. You are an absolute radiant light in this world. And thank you. let the people know where they could find you, please. You can find me on Instagram at at Logan X Hardcore. And my candle company is at Radiant Light Candle Co. 
it's fucking long. Um, the website is radiantlightcandleco.com. And that's all you people need to know. I don't need you up on my, my Twitter seeing the shit that I like because my likes are a hodgepodge of housewives, porn, and drag I love it. I love it. I'm going to give you my credit card after this is done because I want to be the first on that subscription service. Thank you so, so much. And Of course. Thank time, you. Until next time, everybody. Have a great day and a good night. <laughs>